Welcome to the Just Swing It podcast, and in this week's episode, I don't know, um, we'll see, but I mean, last week I said we'd finish talking about uh, justification through faith or by works, um, and I have another topic idea, which we'll probably do, but I haven't planned for it, so I, I don't know, we'll find stuff to talk about, so um, before I forget, because I, I always forget, so I'll just do it now. Um, we have an email address, it's, and I'll have it pop up on the screen, which I normally don't do, and it'll also be in the description, which I normally do, so it should always be there, but it's on wingslikeeagles at gmail.com, on wingslikeeagles at gmail.com, and you can send in topic ideas, questions, and we'll try to get back to you, and, or put your idea in the podcast, unless you're a scam artist, and then we won't give you any money. Hopefully. So, um, we'll just read over the passages from last week. We'll go a little more in-depth than James. Um, but in Ephesians chapter 2, we're not going to read the whole beginning of chapter 2. We'll just read verses 8 and 9. So, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift to God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So, I mean, some people think you can get into heaven by being a good person, okay? And that's not true. So, <laughs> that's not true at all. You can't get to heaven by being a good person because what? who says if you're a good person or not? Well, wouldn't God say that? And God said in his word that you can't. You can't get to heaven by being a good person. He said you have to believe in Jesus. You have to believe. You have to have faith that... Jesus rose from the dead for your sins and that he was perfect, okay? You have to have faith. It can't be by works, okay? Works just proves that you have faith. That's about all it does. So let's go to James, all right? Um, because, I mean, you could be a murderer, but you did one good thing a long time ago. What if murdering someone was the only bad thing that a person did in their life? Well, you'd say it's pretty bad, isn't it? But to God, all sins are the same. Like, we have our rating systems like, oh, rape's bad, murder's bad. But lying and, and maybe not honoring the Sabbath, maybe those are okay sins. Like, no, they're all short of the glory of God because it's all stuff that God wouldn't do. And so it's all sin. It's short of the glory of God. It's rebellion against God. And that's how it is, okay? So James chapter 2, verse... Hmm. Let's start in verse 14. I think that's where we started last week. What does it profit, my brethren? Oh, he's only talking to brothers. Oh, he's only talking to guys. No, he's talking brethren. That means guys and girls. Like in Spanish, when you say Latinos, okay? In general, that, I mean, it could mean just guys, but if it's a large group, with men and women gathered, then it means all of them, okay? Not Latinx. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know how you would say that in Spanish, like with a Mexican accent. I don't think that's possible. It doesn't make sense. Anyways, my brethren, if someone says he has faith 
but does not have works. So what does a prophet, if he says he has faith, but does not have works, what, how, how does it help this person if they're saying, I believe in Jesus and I go to church on Sunday, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, then why'd you cheat on your taxes? Well, I believe in Jesus and I go to church. And it, does he really believe that he's stealing from the government? Does he really believe in Jesus? Okay. And we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Can faith save him? No. <laughs> if a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? So, like, just say there's this poor person, okay? And not any poor person, okay? Poor person that's looking for a job, who's trying to support themselves, okay? And, and you have an opportunity to give them this job, but you don't. And then you say, dang, I hope you get a job. Like, how does that help? It doesn't help. It's not the thought that counts. I mean, maybe with little gifts or whatever. Not, not, not in this case. No, it's not the thought. Man, I should go to church. And then Sunday comes around and you don't go. And the next Sunday comes around and you don't go to church. And then you come three weeks later. I should go to church. How how does it help you? That is, oh, I thought about going to church. I didn't. That doesn't help you. So, um, verse seventeen says, "Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead." So, if you don't have good works, then your faith is dead, which means it's not there. You don't have faith. <laughs> okay, that's what that's saying. But someone will say. You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Okay, someone might say, yeah, you believe in Jesus, and that saves you. But I think if I'm a good person, then that saves me, and I'll get to heaven. And we can all believe what we want to believe, and, and everything's true, and truth is relative. Hey, that's my truth. Oh, and that's your truth. Well, and then, okay. So if I sit here and tell you that truth is relative, then how is that true? It, it, how do I know it's true? Is truth really relative? You know, it's my truth that truth isn't relative, okay? It just doesn't make sense. How is there relative truth? Like, that the literal definition of truth, it's just definite. Like, truth means something that is true, that is not false like it's true like <laughs> hmm. well my water bottle has a dent in it okay but what if it's my truth that it doesn't have a dent in it does it matter what my truth is or isn't <laughs> and you see with all the different ideologies in the world we could all disagree on everything <laughs> and everyone's truth is always gonna end up being different okay and so I don't know I mean that's why we need solid truth uh, who was I think it was C.S. Lewis I'm not sure honestly so don't quote me on that but it's like how do you know the difference between right and wrong unless you have a standard how do you know if a straight line is straight unless you know what a straight line looks like 
okay our straight line is the Bible it's Jesus it's God this is truth and if it doesn't line up here then it's not true well well I'm a Mormon the Book of Mormons my truth I'm I'm Jewish only the Old Testament well I'm Buddhist only only the teachings of Buddha I'm like okay let's see I'm gonna do an episode on this this episode maybe won't be so winged I'll have to plan this or maybe I'll just do a YouTube video on all the archaeological evidence maybe we'll do a series on the channel I don't know all the archaeological evidence for the Bible okay there's no evidence for all these other teachings and books well I mean the Old Testament is in the Bible so yes but they refuse to believe the New Testament simply because Jews don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead I'm not bashing Jews okay I'm just saying that they don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead but we have good reason to believe that he did which I will present in a separate video or something even if I do it on a podcast it'll end up on a video but but still so so he's saying all right I'm gonna prove that I believe Jesus because I'm gonna do what he says all right you can't believe Jesus died for my sins oh I'm I'm free now he rose from the dead okay it's so great I believe that um, but I'm gonna go and I'm still gonna drink and, and stuff until I get drunk yeah cuz I'm free yeah okay okay but the Bible says not to get drunk oh well, don't judge me how dare you judge me no this guy's saying I'm gonna prove whether I believe everything in the book not just some of it okay not not half of it not every other verse okay all of it and I'm gonna prove that I believe it's true okay because okay well in this case it's James James was I believe the half brother of Jesus and so um, he saw this all happen <laughs> okay and he wrote it down and it's been preserved very close all right all all the evidence for the Bible there's so much more evidence for the Bible than any other historical document by far we have more proof for the that Jesus rose from the dead that Jesus existed okay than we do for the existence of George Washington okay and that was ten times as long as at uh, ten times as long ago that doesn't make sense see George Washington lived 200 years ago and Christ lived 2,000 years ago so that's, that's a big difference okay Galatians 1 8 but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you let him be accursed so if you say anything else if you say kinda like eh, kinda well that's true that's not it's okay to be gay Jesus loves you he loves you just the way you are and you can be gay and you can get married gay even though it's not the definition of marriage you can or be ordained as a pastor to be gay even though the Bible says you can't okay but we believe the Bible we have faith and no well I'm gonna show you my faith by my works alright you believe that there is one God you do well even the demons believe and tremble even the demons believe in God okay are demons good okay is Satan good 
Well, for some reason, over the past two or three years, it's become debatable whether or not Satan's evil. Like, wh who, the very epitome of evil. Been considered that forever, okay? Whether you believe in Jesus or not, Satan was always evil, okay? And now we're debating, well, maybe he's not that bad. Oh, really? Well, that's because our culture is really bad. <laughs> so you're, you're doing what he wants you to do. So I'm assuming you're going to say that. Okay. Satan believes that God exists. That doesn't help him, does it? Okay. <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows he exists and yet he's still evil. And so that, so believing or not believing really does nothing. Okay. Yes. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to contradict the word because the word says for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But do you really believe? How do you prove that belief? You prove it with your works. Are you saved by your works? No. What about the man on his deathbed? Okay. He's dying. Okay. He he repents and he turns to Jesus okay so does he go to heaven yeah what about the guy on the cross okay he he died with Jesus there was two robbers who died with Jesus one was mocking him or they were both mocking him but when one of them realized this guy has never done anything wrong he's perfect okay he's like Remember me when you enter into your kingdom, okay? He was a Jew. He knew the law. He was, he was probably a zealot, you know, trying to overthrow Rome. But Jesus said to him that today you will be with me in paradise, okay? That's what he told him. He, so did this guy have time for works? No, no. But he showed humility. He didn't say, oh, please let me go to heaven. I just want to go to heaven. And he said, just remember me. He just wanted to be remembered. That's literally it. He just wanted God to remember him and not to forget about him. Okay. And, and Jesus sees true repentance and the humility. Okay. And so, and, and that's very hard because everyone thought that the Messiah was going to come overthrow Rome. Okay. Back in Israel, Israel, Judea, it was a part of the Roman Empire and they didn't want to be and so everyone thought he was going to overthrow Rome so th there was a group of people called zealots okay Jewish zealots because they were zealous I guess and so they were always trying to overthrow Rome and they were always giving trouble to Rome so eventually in AD 70 uh, Rome just decided to go and just destroy Jerusalem okay and that's just what happened. I mean, it was getting annoying for Rome, I guess, just to have to keep dealing with these rebellions. They just, they just wiped them out, okay? Um, and so these elites, probably out of everyone, probably really thought the Messiah, yeah, he's going to overthrow Rome. And so now we have this man on the cross who probably has this mentality. And, and he, imagine how humbling that is for him to really think that this is a Savior. He's been beaten and he's been put on a cross. That's what Isaiah said. It's just that everyone overlooked overlooked it. His psalm said it, alright? Everyone overlooked it. Nonetheless, believing isn't an enough, okay, if you have the chance to do works. So, the dying guy, he, he, he doesn't have chance to do works. He believes. Does God have favorites? Does he like dying people better than living people? No. But if you're alive and you have the chance to do these things, okay, then, <laughs> then you gotta do them, okay? I just realized today, 
okay we are serving to the king okay it, it took you that long to realize it no no I knew that but I really thought about it okay and I was talking to someone and after I thought about it it was like we serve royalty like kings are royalty and they're super rich and back medieval times ancient times these servants just to be in the presence of the king had to be dressed in in gold and fine linens and they had the best perfumes in, in the land and they had all the best stuff and their accommodations you know where they slept and stuff yeah they were servants but they were better than the peasants you know they lived like the rich people did okay and so we're we're the servants of god he's the king okay and imagine if anyone would have laid a finger on any of the king's servants right i bet the king would have had his head all right now god's more merciful but who's going to come against us god he is greater than him satan who's in the world all right god is for us he's not against us and he gives us all these treasures in heaven and we don't even deserve it do we think about your life do you really deserve blessings from god no no and neither do i how dare you assume i'm a bad person we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god okay you don't deserve to even be alive okay because the wages of sin is death all right so that you're still alive is mercy from god and if you don't know him and you're still alive that's just his mercy he, he wants you to come to him he's given you a chance and if you're watching this right now please turn to him it's it's good okay it's obviously very good if it's not so obvious by the christians you're around I don't know, these Christians, they, they need to represent better, I guess. Verse 20, But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? So he, he already said that once, saying it twice. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac on the altar? So when did he offer Isaac on the altar? That was way back. In Genesis chapter 17, I believe. No, 21. 22. <laughs> Man, I was way off. Okay. Now it came to pass in verse 1, after these things, that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you. Verse 6. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself a lamb for the burnt offering. So the two of them went together. He had faith. Oh, son, yep, he's going to provide an offering. We're just not going to go to the mountain. We're going to stay here. We're not going to listen to him and go to the Mount Moriah, like he said. He's going to provide a burnt offering for us to offer him, Mount Moriah, but we're not going to go. That doesn't make sense, does it? Okay. Does he really have faith? Oh, I have faith. Yeah, he's going to provide this. Okay. Then why, why, then why hasn't he gotten to Mount Moriah? See, his faith is being shown in his works that he's going to Mount Moriah and he's going with the intention of offering a son, okay? Which God never intended, as we'll see right now. It's just a test. 
Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar, and placed the wood in order. Then he bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad, or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham looked up, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So there's a ram caught. He got stuck in a bush. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord will provide. As it is this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. So he had faith. Also look at Genesis chapter 15, verse 6, where it says, And he believed the Lord, so God's promising him all this land and descendants like the sand on the seashore. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So Abraham believed God, and God said, That's good. Okay, you're righteous. So, does the faith save you? Yes. Do the work save you? No. Okay? And this faith has to come from God. Alright? Because the works don't save you. Alright? The faith in God does. Alright? But... If you truly have faith in God, okay, you'll want to do these works, okay? Why wouldn't you want to do these works after all that God has done for us? And verse 23 or 22 says, Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect or complete? The scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. That was... Genesis fifteen six, that verse was fulfilled. Abraham proved his faith. Um, Abraham believed God was kind of for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. All right, let's look at this. If you're still kind of like, well, you're saying we have to do works, and and it's just by faith, and I'm stubborn and stuff. <laughs> Look at chapter 5 of Matthew, verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? Alright, so like if salt doesn't taste like salt, then we're just throwing little tiny rocks on our food. Like the, we wouldn't do that. It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. You know the truth. You're the light. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Alright? So think of a city that's on a hill. Alright? You see it from far away. You see the lights. You see all the lights. Um, you see antennas on top of mountains for like the radio and stuff. You see it from far away. You can't hide it. Nor do they light up a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. So it's getting dark okay and we need to turn on the light but who's gonna turn on the light all right and then get a big blanket and just cover up the light and you know if you have a fan and you're clipping on a chandelier just hang it who's gonna do that <laughs> or who's gonna turn on the light and then go hide in their closet like you turned on the light so you could see <laughs> that's what we have the light for so we can light up the whole place we shouldn't cover it up all right 
Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Whoa, whoa. So that they may see your good works. Like they can see it and be, oh, oh, he's doing good stuff. What if, what if, yeah, I believe in Jesus and then you're over here partying and, and doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. Okay. And then you're like, like, oh, but I believe Jesus. And then now you're just giving all of Christianity bad rap. Even if you're just going out there and being hateful towards homosexuals. Okay. Because, I mean, God loves them. Okay. He's not okay with their sin. Okay. And their sin isn't any worse than any of our sins. Okay. We are all the same. Short of the glory of God. Okay. And so we can't go out there with a the hateful mindset because that also doesn't help them and it doesn't help us and it helps nobody. Okay. And so we need to be careful with that. And we need to just show them the love of Christ. So now we're going to move on to some a different topic. Um, it's still in James, though. My friend's favorite book is James. And he says you can find all the answers to everything that, you, that all you need is James, which is obviously an exaggeration. But James is a very good book. <laughs> so verse 19 of verse 1 says so then my beloved brethren let every man be swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God so then brothers and sisters everyone needs to be to, to hear first all right not just go blab around and just talk 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 you got to be slow to getting mad. You can't let every little thing make you mad, okay? If you have siblings and you're, and you're still living at home or something. Or, or if you have siblings and you're, you're just adults and you just annoy each other. Or co-workers or spouse or whatever. Children, don't be so easy to make mad, okay? <laughs> That's just not good. Because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So us being mad doesn't produce those good works and prove our faith, does it? Because everyone gets mad. Everyone will get mad at this situation. But what if you don't get mad at it and people say, hmm, this dude's not mad. What is wrong with this guy? He's not mad. This is the worst thing. He's mad. <laughs> and well, why aren't you mad? Another witnessing opportunity. It's all because you're different. People are watching you if you say you're Christian, okay? Because nobody... Nobody really likes the Christians. They, they just, not, not like that. It's not like they're like, oh, we hate Christians. No. But they're saying like, yeah, the Christians just think they're holier than that. Whoa, we're Christian. We believe in Jesus. Great. And so they're always trying to say, oh, look, you did that wrong. You did that wrong. Um, so you're not Christian. Yeah, I don't want to be a Christian. You did that wrong. Yeah, no, no. You see, if we're doing everything like the world, say, hey, you're, you're Christian. You say you're Christian, but you do the same things everyone else does. You get mad when when someone accidentally broke your window. Or like, everyone would get mad about that. What if you don't get mad, <laughs> okay? If it, I mean, in this scenario, it's an accident. I mean, a broken window can make people mad. I mean, but I'm saying just the, whatever example you want to take, like, just be different from people, okay? Be different, okay? God gave you two ears and one mouth. Although, I'm going to say, just because I'm winging it here, I mean, that, that saying kind of bothers me because... People say, oh, you should listen twice as much and talk half as much. 
But if literally everyone in the world did that, which they won't, like if everyone in the world did that, then we would have some kind of like weird, like it just wouldn't work. How would you hear twice and talk half if everyone was talking the same? Like we couldn't all listen that much. Like by the ratio, it just wouldn't make sense. I don't think. But but anyways, I mean, he did give you two years and whatnot. And sometimes there's a time to speak. Where is it? Ecclesiastes, right? If I can find it. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Let's see, which verse is it? There's a lot. Oh, this is a good chapter. Maybe we should go over this. Verse 7. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. Alright, there's a time to be quiet and a time to talk. I'm talking right now, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> I'm not listening to anyone right now. <laughs> but but right now you're listening and you I'm assuming you're not talking to me and if you're talking to me you, you might want to go see a psychiatrist or just go to Jesus with your issues that, that you're talking to a screen or to an earbud. So hopefully you're not talking to me. I'm just assuming that you're not talking to me. <laughs> but you see, so there's times when we talk and times when we don't talk and we listen. All right. And lots of times if you try to listen to someone um, and maybe understand their side of things, I guess, then it could work out a lot better. Because lots of issues stem from misunderstandings and miscommunications. Okay. And if you have a misunderstanding or miscommunication, you should try to fix it. But once you fix it, leave it fixed. Don't break it again, okay? That just makes everything worse. And when you fix something and then break it again, like why, why would you do that? It just doesn't make sense. Everything could be working out, but it's not because you decided to break it again. Like, don't do that. That's not good, okay? But it's all a pride thing. It's all a pride issue because we want our own way. And so, we want our own way, so we want to be heard, so we're going to keep talking, and we're going to get mad, but we're not going to produce the righteousness of God. We forgot that little part. Whoa. We got, we got to produce the righteousness of God, because that's our little light. That's our light that we're not going to hide under a basket, and that we're going to show to everyone. That is what we should do, but are you going to do that? It's up to you. How do you do it? We have to give it over to Jesus, because, <laughs> again, it's even faith by works, even if you're, honestly, if you're not doing works like that, but if you're praying, okay, it, it helps, because, like I'm saying, like, yeah, we could be doing all the stuff same as the world, okay, because that's easy, everyone does it, like, everyone in the world does it, so what makes you different, they have Jesus, you now have power source, you're a servant to the king, okay, and you ask him, and he will help you with whatever it is, okay, he will help you. Alright, so if you need help not doing the thing the same as the world, then ask them, okay? Ask them to help you to be slow to speak, slow to anger, and quick to listen, alright? And that will help you a lot, alright? So I think I'm either out of time, or I went over, or I'm really short, I don't know. I kind of, technical stuff, I, I don't know. Well, we have a podcast for you to listen to, however long it is. Um... So, we'll be back next week. 
don't know what we're going to talk about. It might be the archaeological evidence. Probably not, though. We'll probably do some videos so you can see pictures and stuff. And that will be a lot more helpful. I'll just narrate that, I guess, which will feel kind of weird because I'm not used to just talking into a mic. But I'm also right here sitting in a room talking to metal and glass and copper in the wires, I guess, and LED. We'll see you next week. God bless.